Hello and welcome to Fancy Blather podcast or of course welcome back. Wow, I can't believe we've reached episode 7. This is insanity. For those of you that are new here, we just released a short series that's going to be going out weekly on Wednesdays at 8am GMT time. So you can check that out. It's called Small Talk with Naomi Howell. And yeah, it just came out yesterday. If you're coming back but you didn't know about that, go and check that out. It's really cool. It's a much shorter series than these episodes are. I know these episodes are quite a bit longer, um, but I do like a good long podcast personally. So we're going to keep it that way. So this week's episode is about moving to feel better, not just to look better. But first, we're going to jump into the usual start of the week things. And I also just want to say before we get started that I'm still working on the transcriptions for all of the episodes which will be up on our website www.fancyableather.com so stay tuned I'll have them up really soon I'm doing my best I'm trying to find other ways to make sure that the podcast is completely accessible of course this podcast is free so in that sense it's accessible but I'm trying to work out all the other ways to make sure that everyone can enjoy this content so yeah welcome to the Fancy Ableather community so let's just hop into our small wonder of the week or my small wonder of the week even. So this week my small wonder of the week is a cat's purr. There's nothing quite like it if you ask me in the world than a cat purring. Um, I'm currently staying at my parents house for the summer before I move up to Aberdeen and we have a wonderful neighbour who has a wonderful cat um, who visits us regularly and he hadn't been in for a little while and he came back yesterday and we had some good old loving session like a cat loving session and I just can't get enough of that cat purring it's such a great cat it's currently asleep on my bed big fan um, I love a good cat and I can't wait to have my own one day we're, we're waiting until we're in a financially and locationally stable place to do so but yeah so that's my small wonder of the week so now we're going to hop into what I'm engaging with I don't know how I've done this in a different order than usual but we're gonna go with it anyway so what I'm engaging with this week so I try and make it something a little bit different every week so this week is a little bit different than what I've done in the past this week it's all about a course that I've been taking part in So I've been doing a sign language course online and I will try and find it for you guys and the link, sorry, for you to sign up and put it in the show notes because I think it is an incredible thing to do and I think it's super important to be able to understand sign language. I actually had the opportunity when I was younger to do sign language um, because, well, if you don't know, I don't know, suppose you would, um, I have a hearing ailment I guess you'd call it um I have I'm hard of hearing but I'm not deaf or anything obviously I'm just hard of hearing and I wear hearing aids and I have tinnitus so had them since I was 13 and they offered me to do a sign language course but silly young me didn't want to stand out in the crowd or anything so I didn't do the um sign language course but now I'm learning it and I think it's very important that everyone takes the time to learn something as important as sign language so now we're going to jump into our poem of the week. We do, of course, always keep the poem relevant to the main episode. So this week's poem of the week is a poem called This Body is Mine, This Body is Beautiful. This is an incredible poem by Ariel 
Estoria, Ariel Estoria, and I found this actually on a website called Yellow Co, which is super cool. I'll have the link to the poem in the show notes, and also I'll have the link to her Instagram so you can check her out. I actually messaged her to check that she was okay with me sharing this poem, and she was indeed. And um, yeah, she's really cool, and I really love this poem, and the illustrations that go with it are incredible, so definitely check it out. But yeah, now I'm just going to read you her poem. This body is mine, this body is beautiful. A poem on embracing ourselves. We are curvy, with more handles than we know how to love. We are thighs without gaps. Faces both maturity slim and little girl round. We have been wrestling with these bodies, treating them more like battlegrounds than temples. More temporary homes than lighthouses. We have pinched, pulled and tugged allowed shattered mirrors and hate words to blind our perceptions. This is no way to reclaim our worthy. This is no way to tread in our purpose. So my darling, let's make a pact right here and now that we would love these curves, thighs and every handle, that we would tuck grace-filled declarations into every part of these bodies, delicately claiming, confidently proclaiming, This body is mine. This body is beautiful. This body is mine. This body is beautiful. Your body is yours. Your body is beautiful. We refuse to be shamed into covering these curves as if they were disposable pieces or X marks for digging out unwanted treasures to make someone else more comfortable. Our bodies were not made to make others feel comfortable. This body is a temple with sacred novels and holy scriptures etched into our bones, built to hold more passion than a human being can phantom. You were made for glory, the human epitome of a light, a spirit so vast that it had to be contained behind flesh to tone down the brilliance. This body is glitter, and yet we wake up, Tell our bodies before they even start breathing that they are wrong, that each day they have failed at their chance of being something worth holding. These bodies have done us nothing but good. They have loved us through every skipped meal, cried tears for every time we compared them to another, wrapped their arms around us when everything else felt distant. These bodies are faithful. It's time that we start returning the favour. Say it with me. This body is mine. This body is beautiful. This sweet body is mine and entirely of this body is, and the entirety of this body is beautiful. Your body is yours. Your body is beautiful. Yeah, so I absolutely adore this poem. I just, it's so impactful, so powerful, incredible piece by Ariel Astoria and I will be checking out more of her work for sure and I will have the link to that poem in the show notes as well of course her Instagram and ways that you can check out her other work but massive fan and massive brand new fan so yeah super happy about that and so now we're just going to hop into the main episode just before I get into the main episode though I do want to just say disclaimer that obviously this um episode is about it's kind of about fitness and about that but it's not about fitness in terms of like being a personal trainer or being a nutritionist or anything like that I'm not qualified as a nutritionist nor as a 
a personal trainer or anything like that I suppose I'm qualified as a field hockey coach to a certain extent but that's not the point I'm this episode is just about doing doing things to make your body feel better and not focus on the looks um if this is triggering for anyone please feel free to leave the episode don't feel like you um need to listen or anything like that um hopefully it won't be tricky it's it's about like kind of it's kind of about body body positivity but it's just about like when I say moving it's like exercising I suppose but just moving around to make our body feel better and focusing on the um the mental benefits I suppose of sport and any other type of exercise and I just wanted to put that disclaimer in there and it will go a little bit into my personal journey growing up I suppose so if you want to skip that I can put what time that is in the Spotify just in case there's anything that is triggering for you and anything like that because it is going to go into um yeah how how I dealt with sport and there will probably be a little bit on over exercising and on not having the best intentions behind working out and things like that so if you want to skip that part and get to the positive stuff then I will have in the show notes what time to skip to so yeah um we will just kick on into the main episode hi folks Kirsty just popping in here for our weekly charity spot of the week so as you know we like to keep it relevant to what is the episode is about so this week I found this incredible organization called Street Fit Scotland so I'm just going to read you their mission and a little bit about them I will actually I'm actually going to start doing an Instagram post every week based on the charity of the week and what you can do to get involved with them so yeah check out our Instagram at Fancy Blair to find out more about how you can get involved with Street Fit Scotland but here I'm just going to tell you a little bit about them and hopefully that will inspire you to check them out and maybe donate or support them in some way so yeah so Street Fit Scotland which is streetfitscotland.org our mission inspiring others to inspire each other so Street Fit Scotland is a health, fitness and well-being programme aimed at socially disadvantaged adults. We deliver a holistic health, fitness and well-being programme for people affected or experiencing homelessness. Um, yeah, so I really think this is a really cool charity to check out and super important. I do think there is a real problem in the world of um, sport and exercise that they're not really all very obtainable Um or accessible for people who are not in such a high, uh, such a good financial position and are having issues in their life. And I think that's something we really need to break down a barrier of. Um, and it's important that these people are able to gain the benefits from moving their body and looking after their well-being as much as anyone who has money. So, yeah, I just wanted to shout that sport that that charity out. Sorry. Um, yeah they're super cool and I'm really impressed I will have an Instagram post with more information about them so that was Street Fit Scotland and that is streetfitscotland.org and they also of course have the usual things of donating and volunteering are the main things that they are looking for so yeah check them out so before we get into the main episode portion of today I just want to say obviously sometimes when I record the first part I have a break before I record the second part in the day if I have something on which has happened today and within this short space of time within this break the one and only 
my all-time favourite artist, judge me if you will, I don't care, that I have loved since the day I heard her first song a long, long time ago, T-Swizzle, Taylor Swift, the icon, the love, of, the idol of my life, has announced that she's releasing a new album at midnight. Can we just, I'm a little bit in shock right now, I really don't know how to feel. I was already feeling quite emotional about 10 years of One Direction because 13 year old Kirsty was thriving in her Directioner days and what is happening? I believe it's going to be called folk, I cannot say this word, folklore? Folklore I think. T Swift, what are you doing to me? One day, one day I will meet Taylor Swift. One day guys, maybe I'll have her on the pod one day. Yeah, I've seen her live once and it was best ever and I waited eight long, long years for that. I can't even remember when I I literally have listened to her since she released her first album, Insanity. I'm a little bit in shock, so apologies in advance. I just had to put that out there. This is mad. My Swifty brain, yeah, I am a Swifty, I'm not ashamed. It's going mad right now. I'm sorry, I'm just a really big fan of her music. I always have been, always will be. Anyway, <laughs> okay, let's kick into the actual episode that is not what this episode is about. This episode is about moving to feel better, not look better. So yeah, I guess we'll just jump into it. I wanted to start off a little bit with my background in sport and exercise and fitness and all that jazz to, I don't know, kind of explain my perspective of those things that happen in the world. So I've always been a fairly active person. Growing up, I was, what did I play first? I played football, in primary school, I did ballet for about 10 minutes. Um, yeah, <laughs> I love tap dancing though. I love to tap dance again one day. I was not very good at it, but um, yeah, played football and then in primary five, got into basketball and then in high school, got played basketball and field hockey together. And then in university was lucky enough, I suppose, to find triathlon and triathlon has become a real passion and love of mine. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my sporting history, if you will. Just a couple of things though, I want to talk about. So first of all, I think it's important that you play a sport because you like a sport. I know that probably sounds so stupid, like, of course. But I think it's quite easy, especially when you're younger, to get into a sport just because your friends play it or because potentially you're good at it, so people want you to keep playing it. But ultimately, for me, if you're doing something and you don't enjoy it anymore, you have to leave. For instance, I played basketball in high school at club level and um, just became a lot of pressure for like 13 year old me. And it wasn't really I didn't really want to be incredible at it. I didn't really want to be in the WNBA and it just was very intense training. And that wasn't what I was after. And there was a lot of pressure and performance wise. And it just was quite stressful. And yeah, I think. I guess if you're a parent listening to this or I don't know if even if you're a coach listening to this remember that the point of like moving around and sport and stuff especially when you're kids is to have fun it's not always about winning and doing things to win and being overly competitive and stressing kids out at such a young age uh, yeah so I just wanted to say that um to start it off I guess one thing as well is that throughout high school I definitely became quite obsessed with exercise possibly well not possibly definitely in not the healthiest way I wasn't I never um I didn't have any disorders or anything I wasn't diagnosed with anything 
but I became exercise kind of became my only relief which is good in some ways but I def definitely got injuries from over exercising so I suppose I want to say like it's important to listen to your body at all times um, and you need to give your body rest when it needs rest and you can only push your body so hard and I think you need to give yourself a break and remember something I've learned I suppose recently is would you say what you're saying to yourself in your mind to someone else? And if the answer is no, then why do you think it's okay to talk to yourself like that? Um, I think that's super important. But yeah, let's just get into the positive side of moving around to feel better. So yeah, I suppose I just wanted to kind of talk about the benefits of exercising and health and well-being in general I suppose I, I need to stop saying I suppose I'm so sorry <laughs> um yeah and obviously what works for me fitness wise or I don't like the word fitness it just has such a weird connotation but what works for me in my life in terms of movement is not necessarily what will work for you in your life in terms of movement everyone has different bodies everyone different needs everyone has different likes and dislikes that's that's what makes the world so wonderful it makes us all so unique and it's super important that we are all unique and wonderful people and yeah so um some things I guess that I've realized throughout quarantine I suppose and lockdown and the situation we're in now to make it simpler is how much I do value being able to move my body around I think at the start of lockdown, I was very keen to just get on with it. And at the start, I was very keen to just keep a routine and do everything normally. And then definitely hit a point of just being like, oh, I can't be bothered. Like, what am I doing? Let's just watch Netflix all day for days and days at a time and weeks and weeks at a time and not do anything. And I definitely got very lethargic, lethargic, lethargic. I don't know how you pronounce that sorry um and tired and um just wasn't my usual happy energetic self which was something that wasn't very nice and yeah it was just not a good place to be in and I found that just getting back into it at all was important I definitely think that it's important if you've taken a break from whatever whatever way you choose to move your body or exercise your body if you've not moved around a lot at all recently that you don't just jump into whatever you were doing before for instance if you were a marathon runner and then all of a sudden you were doing nothing we'll just run a marathon again so for me obviously taking quite a long hiatus from training at all pretty much apart from the odd thing in my living room so for me getting back into into what I do to move my body was important just to take my time and listen to my body and feel my body and also just do it to feel good if I don't feel like doing anything that day I'm not going to do it I personally I'm not moving my body to look better I'm not interested massively in the looks department of course everyone is to a certain extent it's quite often the reason why some people do exercise but personally I just am not I don't like to be fixated on that I like to instead say at the end of a workout oh how did that make me feel oh that was really good I feel great or yes I had a great time doing that for instance like a let's think of an example a swimming workout 
when I'm in the water I'm having the time of my life afterwards I'm knackered but I feel accomplished and like yeah and I feel good I feel feel refreshed and um which is kind of different because after like running I feel like okay I could go keep going like that was great and full of energy so I don't know swimming's a weird one that gives you kind of like you're knackered by the end but it's effective it's good for your body good for your soul and I think one of the best ways to move around that anyone can do almost well anyone can do in some level is just any type of movement whether that's walking moving your arms around moving yeah um dancing just dancing in the shower dancing in your room be careful in the shower it's kind of slippy um yeah walking around your town walking with a podcast that's great I love doing that or just walking to listen to nature it's another really nice way to just be moving around but also be enjoying the world around you and some people obviously like to jog or speed walk or skateboard or cycle or I could go on and on and on forever there's so many things maybe like play frisbee that's also a sport so I suppose you can do that too if you like and I think it's just really important to realize that just because your friend likes something doesn't mean that you like something that's super yeah and just because your friend goes running and is trying to persuade you you also just need to be like okay I'll try it but if I don't like it I'm not going to keep going don't feel like you should keep running just because that's what people do if that's if running's not your thing running's not your thing that's quite simple it's it is about making yourself feel better it's about spending time with your own body and listening to its needs and wants and treating your body as a temple rather than as anything else I can't think of what you would treat it as <laughs> I can't think of an opposite but you know what I mean yeah I think something that was quite impactful for me as well is dealing with injuries I think dealing with injuries during sport is so hard when you're so used to having something to do and somewhere to go if you are dealing with an injury obviously right now people are not really training but if you are dealing with an injury um just try and keep moving in some way shape or form I also like to when I was dealing with injuries in a team sport still go along to training you can learn so much from watching and it still like helps you to feel that you are still part of that team yes I used to have and still sometimes do have massive FOMO and yeah just remember your body's recovering don't go back to things too early that's a thing I learned the hard way and eating balanced is so important I'm not going to go into like fad diets or things like that like I think you just have to listen to your body and eat how your body believes is necessary for you to eat I don't believe in dieting personally I've never been on a diet it's not not don't believe in it obviously it's real but I personally have never tried a diet and do not plan to ever I just believe that you eat balanced and I really enjoy food if I'm being completely honest and I would not be able to give up certain things I just don't eat as much of some things but again like that is very subjective everyone has different metabolisms and different abilities and different things they like and also maybe different bowel conditions can also have an impact naturally so I think you just have to listen to your body and say oh okay this food doesn't agree with me so I'm not going to eat this this food agrees with me so I'll eat this Um, I'm not going to suggest you to go on anything because like I said earlier I'm not a nutritionist so that is not something 
that I'm going to yeah recommend or anything like that personally I'd say don't be listening to any of those celebrities with their nonsense on Instagram about teas and all the rest of that silliness um just yeah just be be cautious of what people are advertising and whether they actually use it or not because I think you'll find they often do not and then that's quite problematic because they don't actually know what they're advertising so yeah that's (laughs) so I have to say on that the other thing I want to say that sometimes getting involved in an, an exercise class um can be a great opportunity, especially if you live in a new place, to have, sorry, to have somewhat of a community, to make a little community and to meet new people and to create bonds with people who you might not meet otherwise. I personally find that that was one of the most impactful ways to make friends throughout university Um, and I'm sure it will be throughout my life because you straight away have a common interest which all obviously makes it easier to talk and it's nice to have banter at training and things like that and it's a good way to motivate each other as well sometimes you need motivation sometimes you don't you just don't feel up to it and that's fair enough but yeah I a lot of um sports and well I'm just going to say sports a lot of sports and I suppose gyms have social events and things like that and I think they're an incredible way to allow people to get to know other people in the community especially if you are feeling quite lonely and isolated or even if you're not but you're just looking to branch out or you've moved somewhere new that's a great way to start it's a great thing to start with and I think it's just quite impactful on your life yeah and I, it's nice to hang out in a group it's important to have some time and I know that now it's not so easy to partake in team sports or anything like that hopefully in the future it will be something that we can do again but you can have socially distanced classes and I know there is certain things going on in different communities so have a look in your community I know for example that there's a personal trainer here that is running socially distanced classes for whatever the maximum number of people is um, that we're allowed to meet up with just now in a park or something like that. So that way you're still getting that kind of community feel. Oh gosh, nearly fell off my chair there, sorry guys. Um, That kind of community feel and you're getting some professional advice and also motivation, which can help a lot. I know personally, I definitely feel a lot more motivated in team training sometimes than I do by myself. Because when you're knackered, it's really hard to motivate yourself when you're just listening to someone on YouTube because you can just be like, oh, shut up already. Like, let me get on with it. I'm personally trying the Chloe Ting two-week ab shred challenge, I think. Is that what it's called? Right now, and I'm on day three, and it's been pretty hard so far. I mean, it's good. I was looking for a whole um a good, like, body weight workout but again that might not be for you I don't really look I have to say though I'm not big on transformation pictures or videos that's your thing then fair enough but I don't know I just find them kind of problematic quite often morally quite yeah quite morally corrupt at times not always just at times and I'm not big on them. I think it is important to love your body and to have body positivity and to believe your body is beautiful. 
And if you want to make a change to your body, I absolutely think you should. And I think you should be proud of that. But I think you just need to be aware of the community that we live in and the people that you could be, I don't want to say the people you could be offending, but I don't think there's much consideration in the world of fitness for people that you might be triggering who've had past experiences. I'm, of course, speaking as someone who's never, who's been fortunate enough to never have a um, mental health illness like that. But that doesn't mean I don't try and be sensitive towards it. And I think that's something we could really work on as a society is being aware of what you're putting out there into the world and what you're saying. Like, love your body, please do, but let other people love theirs too. And I think you should love your... I don't want to say your new body because it's still your body, but you should love your body however it is. So you shouldn't put your past self down and be like, but look how great I am now. You can just be like, oh, wow, look how great I am now without doing that. If that makes any sense, I'm not really very sure if you see what I mean. So, yeah, I'm just going to talk to you about the this. Um, I found this really interesting article um, on what's it on? Oh, I'm going to butcher this. Anne Schwartz Wellness. I'll have a link to the article in the show notes. But the article tells you about the six benefits of movement, which I think is super interesting. And I suppose something that will hopefully encourage you to move your body to do to, to do today. So the first one, obviously, is muscles. So obviously, when you're moving around... You're working out, you're working your muscles and when you strengthen your muscles you also improve your balance, your stability and your coordination and of course stretching your muscles as well has a great impact and your muscles contribute to about 40% of your total body weight so they're an important part of your body. They also obviously they help you move things around and keep things together. So yeah moving your that's super important the next one they have is about bones. So movement helps build more durable, denser bones. <clears throat> so you don't want brittle bones. You don't want your bones to be able to break easy, easily or anything like that. So it helps you to have stronger bones, of course, as well. Drink your calcium. That's how you get good bones. Your joints. Um, I think that your joints, the best that you can do for your joints is yoga because then you can have flexibility and range of motion, which is important. And flexibility is something I'm definitely working on. And yoga is something I'm definitely interested in and trying to do more of. And I actually would love to do a whole podcast on yoga. I have um, someone in mind that I would like to ask to be a guest on um, on the pod to talk about yoga, because I'm not really a yoga, a yogi, a yoga, a yogi, too much myself just yet. I'm working on it. But yoga is so important even if you do other things I think yoga is something that most people should do or just stretching in general because it's so so good for your body and my body cracks and pops like no no one's at 23 should so I think that makes it so important to do it for so many reasons of course it's also good for your brain um yeah your cognitive ability naturally increases with um with exercising and obviously right now we're working from home and I think it's important that we all take the time to remember to exercise and to take walks. If you used to walk to work, try and fit that into your daily routine now, maybe go for a walk after work or before work, or I don't know, take your lunch break on a walk somewhere around where you live. I think that is 
super, super important. Um, your heart, no brainer. And according to, this says here that according to BHF, so that's the British Heart Foundation, we could avoid around 10,000 fatal hearts, heart attacks, I'm guessing, each year if we keep fit. That's insane. That's um that's a very, very high number. And I actually have quite a lot of family members who've passed away from heart attacks and things like that, especially further down the line of um the generations, like obviously not more recently. And it says here as well, so for all you triathletes and avid cyclists, cycling can cut your risk of heart disease by 50%. So that's not an incentive to get on your bike. I don't know what is. The other thing that's great about like walking and running or cycling is that that's a way to move around the world so if possible don't drive your car so far walk part of the way if you live close enough to cycle cycle but also if it's safe enough please don't like cycle on something that's not safe and please 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 wear a helmet please like I'm really begging you I'm really passionate about this yeah so and that is such an important thing for sustainability and that really decreases the oh, CO2. <laughs> oh, my brain is just not functioning today, guys. I'm so sorry. But you know what I mean? When you know what I'm saying, cycling is so much better for the world than a car is. And that is something I'm definitely not so good at when I'm at home because there isn't really any way to cycle into town that's safe. That doesn't take very long. But when I live in the city, I don't really drive around at all. I cycle everywhere, I walk everywhere. And I think that's something that we should really keep doing. And now that public transport is maybe not the safest, that's another option for you. So take that option, pick up cycling, especially now the roads are still not as busy as usual. They are getting quite busy now, but not yet. So just, yeah, it's good times. And then the last thing we've talked about is your lungs. And of course, how the lungs are something that everyone's focused on right now. Um, and it says that basically exercising improves your cardiorespiratory. Oh, I butchered that. Sorry, cardiorespiratory. <laughs> Stop! I don't know why I can't speak English today. Cardiorespiratory. Res. Right. Cardiorespiratory. Cardiorespiratory. No, I'm so sorry. I don't. I literally have a degree in English literature. This is embarrassing. Endurance. <laughs> um, so it just means that the body, your lungs function better. Essentially, was what I was trying to say by butchering that. And I'm so sorry for anyone listening that studies medicine or something like that. I really am. I did say on. I think I said on the podcast with them. Naomi the other day why did you say her name so weird Naomi the other day that when I was younger I mispronounced things all the time but I was just adamant I was saying it the right way so so um I used to call pedestrians pedestrians and I just said it for so long because I believed that I was always right so yeah lesson learned anyway very off topic very on a tangent what's new so we found another really cool article called <clears throat> what's it called five effective ways to move and feel better today by breaking muscle I do also think that I've never left a very rarely not never very rarely left a workout feeling worse than when I arrived most of the time I've felt better the only times I've felt worse is if I was ill and I really shouldn't have been there in the first place but in general 
but not like a cold ill. I think I personally find that if I have a cold, unless it's swimming, I suppose, in the open water, but if I have just a normal head cold or a cold, if I go for a run or go training or do whatever, I feel so much better. I feel like it has such a positive impact on your cold. But obviously, yeah, I wouldn't go open water swimming or anything like that. But I'm going to do a whole episode on open water swimming at some point once I've put it together. So this is a couple of... Oh my goodness, I'm a mess. This is some pointers that this article has given you. So one thing they've spoken about is practice your breathing, which is so interesting because I feel like the game really changed when I realised that that was a thing you could do. I guess when I was younger, I knew that practicing breathing was super important um, from playing the trombone and from, yeah, from brass band days. But I just didn't realise how much of an impact that's, this probably sounds so ridiculous, but I didn't realise how much of an impact breathing can have on, on your mental health or your anxiety or whatever you want to call yeah, and now I'm massive. I wish I could remember the name of the technique where you breathe in. I think it's called the box. And I actually saw it on Twitter where you breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four and do so over and over again. And I really find that one of the most calming and effective ways to, especially if I'm having a panic attack or I can feel myself spiraling. I find that something that really, really helps to just refocus my mind onto something else. Of course, that's not moving your whole body, but it is moving your internal organs. So it's still technically moving your body, if you ask me. Um, of course, drink water, especially when you're working out. Drink lots of water. I actually had a coach once tell me something interesting that our body doesn't... Something to do with your body doesn't... What is it? It's something to do with 10 minutes. And when you drink water, you don't actually get hydrated from it until 10 minutes later, which means that you should kind of drink water regularly especially if you're I suppose this was a triathlon coach so especially if you are racing or something like that you should kind of have natural times to drink water so that the adrenaline of the race doesn't cause you to forget to drink water if that makes any sense and that way you will remain hydrated throughout the race because of course if you're not hydrated your performance will lower and also being dehydrated is the worst thing of all time to be honest not of all time but very unenjoyable experience and it's probably why most people have headaches etc etc um something else improve your posture oh this is super important I think that and I'm terrible at it, I'm really trying to improve my posture if your posture is not good then it causes lots of aches and pains and that obviously doesn't make your body feel good so I think a really important way to make your body feel better especially if you're sitting in a chair all day and things like that is yeah improve your posture if you need to stand up at your desk for a while some people I know have stand-up desks and we're just kind of talking about moving around in general right now not just fitness but yeah I definitely think I'm rubbish at that as well I'll take full ownership for that and also listen to your physio that's not on their list but I'm just saying listen to your physio because I definitely lost the exercises oh you just go for my shoulder so yeah and I think yoga or pilates is a really good way to improve your posture and be more aware of how you sit or what you do sorry that was my neck cracking if you can hear that hopefully not 
Oh, this is a really good one they put in there. Roll out the bottoms of your feet. This is a game changer. You don't realise how much wear and tear you put on your feet really in an everyday basis, I think. I think you're completely unaware of it until until you until they make you aware of it, I suppose. And I would say personally that it changed my life when I started rolling out my feet. I have a little now what is it called? It's basically a foam roller but for your I believe it's just called like a pedi roller or something like that. Um but for the balls of your feet. And just take it slow, foam rolling is not the most comfortable thing, neither is what was I saying? Neither is rolling out the bottom of your feet, but it's so good. Also just look after your feet, moisturise them, obviously wash them. Give yourself a foot bath every once in a while, get some lavender salts in there, or get yeah, just get a nice bubble foot bath go on the go, just hot water and a basin is fine. It's effective. Yeah, I think we definitely under give your foot a foot mask some days. We definitely don't we definitely take our feet from for granted in general. That's a vast generalization. I definitely take my feet for granted. And yeah, pedi rolling changes the game. It's such a good move, especially because now with public transport not really being an option, well, not being such a safe option at the moment, everyone's walking everywhere and your feet are knackered probably. And it's also getting hot out. So then your feet get like, oh, so grim. They get swollen, which is horrible. So yeah, um, I guess some things I'll talk about now is ways to get into exercise if you weren't before or if you're struggling or if you're demotivated. I think something that's really important is to realise that you're not tied to something. I've definitely put myself in positions in the past where I was in a position of, um, I guess, authority within a club where I didn't really have a choice what to keep doing the sport. And it became more of a chore than an, an enjoyment. And that is not what you want your your moving of your body and your exercising to be. You don't want to feel like you're going there just because you have to. You want to feel like you're going there because you want to. So if something you're doing is not working for you and you're not in a position of authority, leave, try something different or just take a break, take a week off, don't go for a week, see see how you feel, see if um, see if you just needed a break from it or if you're just not enjoying it anymore. Maybe you just need to, I personally just needed a one week break, but maybe you need to change who you're training with. Maybe, maybe you just need to change what you're doing. Maybe you just need to slow down a little bit. I don't know, maybe you need to switch from high intensity to yoga maybe you have to do the opposite yoga is still high intensity obviously I just meant high intensity as in like hit training um yeah have rest days allow yourself rest days you are worthy of rest days we're all worthy of rest days we all deserve rest days rest days are very important use those days to stretch it out to foam roll to do whatever you need to do um cross train in some sports in all sports I'd say it's important to cross train I try to cross train obviously triathlon's three sports anyway so I guess I'm kind of always cross training but I think it's important to cross train no matter what you're in because you can just learn new skills that you never realized that would be of use to you in your sport and enjoy and expand on your other talents so don't don't become I suppose yeah that's something I've learned in lockdown don't become obsessed with one thing and just stick with that and not allow yourself to enjoy the other parts of you. For instance, painting, that's an exercise for your arms. 
writing, that's an exercise for your hands. If you see where I'm going with this, like creativity is also exercising muscles. I maybe that's maybe a little bit of a reach, but it's exercising your brain and it's good for you and it's good for your well-being. And there's nothing wrong with being creative and doing that. And there's no reason that you have to be in a team sport or need to do a specific sport. I just think that it's important that you move your body to feel good about your body. It's important that you do things that make you feel good and not just because they make you look better. If you're not enjoying something, just stop doing it. Don't torture yourself. That's craziness. Um, be kind to your body. Treat your body how you would treat anyone else's. And I hope that you would treat anyone else's the same. Um, the same. I hope that you treat anyone else's nicely. So that's why I say that. And yeah, and I guess just give yourself some... Um, what was the word I used before that I really liked? Oh, can't think of it. Give yourself some grace. Let yourself enjoy yourself. Don't push too hard. Set achievable goals. Set and set goals that are about how you feel. Don't just be like, I want to lose this much of this. I want to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Why can't you go to a training session and say, I want to have made a new friend. I want to smile during this. I want to leave feeling good about myself. I want to feel more confident in X. Does that make sense? Like change the way that you're wording things to yourself and it will be much more enjoyable and much easier. And you'll just be more mindful as well of the way you speak to others. Yeah, anyway. So that was kind of a little bit of a ramble. Maybe I'll do a more cohesive episode on the future on sport. And I probably will just focus on triathlon as that is currently my main sport. And maybe one day I'll talk about me trying to tap dance again. Because I'm hoping that maybe I can find a really, really, really beginner's class in Aberdeen at some point. <laughs> but I definitely have two left feet. But also don't let being bad at something stop you from doing it. That I'm going to I'm going to find a class and I don't care if I'm rubbish at it, I'm having fun. And that's what counts. And if anyone ever makes fun of you or judges you for that, they'll just send them to me because it's not cool, it's not nice. And the world is not all about being perfect. And yes, that's what I have to say about it. <laughs> anyway, so we've rambled a lot during this episode. Apologies for that. So now we're going to talk about what I'm reading this week. So don't worry, we're, wrap, we're wrapping it off for the week. So I, this week, have been reading my Breathe magazines, finally been catching up. I've had them sitting on my bedside table for a while. I don't know, things just got kind of crazy and I haven't been reading as much as I normally do and that's not great, but I'm working on it. So yeah, I've been reading my Breathe magazines. Breathe's an incredible magazine that's just about mindfulness and, yeah, it's about mindfulness, that's the main point, creativity and things like that. And it's very, very interesting read. And I really like that it's not so commercialised as fashion magazines and things like that or celebrity magazines that are just trash really. Um, it's a, what would I say, an intellectual and enjoyable and emotional read. And I enjoy it. I really like them. They're very well written and it's important to be mindful. And yeah, it's, really, it's not the cheapest magazine, but it's worth the money if you ask me. So you can check out Breathe. I'll have a link for breathe if you want to check it out of course not sponsored nothing's ever sponsored on this podcast please know that if I'm sharing something it's because 
I like it and that's it. That's really all there is to say about it. It's not for any other reason. So now we are going to kick into our positive news story of the week. So this week I find one actually about food activists, a fun positive food story which is super duper exciting because of course this week's kind of about balance and well-being and looking after your body etc etc so yeah so it says here set up by food activists oh my goodness food activists during lockdown farms to feed us connects people with farmers and growers across the country um so it's a new project launched in lockdown by a group of food activists and farmers is helping to bring fresh produce directly from farms to people's plates I love this. This is such a good idea. I'm really into fresh produce and particularly farmers markets. Of course, those have been shut recently, but I really like shopping at farmers market and I like knowing where my foods come from. I like my food to be as local as possible. So this is incredible. Very, very cool. And if you want to find out more about this piece of news, I will find that I reckon they probably have a website. So I'll find the website for Farms to Feed Us and link that. And I'll also link the news story so you can read the whole article, which is from positive.news. And yeah, so that about wraps up. That about wraps up. <laughs> what does that even mean? That That's about it for this week's episode. I'm so sorry I've been all over the place. I think I'm just still in shock from Taylor Swift's announcement. I've also had two coffees today, which um, makes me a little bit of a Duracell bunny. So fun fact for you there. It's One Direction's 10th anniversary. Really emotional. And yeah, <laughs> I'm probably overheated from driving my car. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I can't cycle the time. Um, in the scorching sun, so I don't think my air conditioning's working. And honestly, I probably need to drink some water. So remember, (laughs) drink your H2O. But don't forget, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to follow at Fancy Blether on Instagram. On our Instagram, we have graphics every week about our weekly chariot, our weekly charity spot of the week. We have information about the episodes. Please comment on the instagram post that goes up about this new episode to say what you thought of the episodes ideas for future episode ideas of course for small talk with naomi on wednesday or for this with just little old me or if i have a guest on on thursdays and yeah and of course check out our website www.fancyblather.com for lots more information we've got a forum on there members page sign up to that check that out that's super cool i'm sorry i'm really blabbering here but also we're hoping to start a book club style episode once a month so I'm probably going to do a poll on the Instagram tomorrow of which book we should do for August and then we can do a whole episode on a book so every month I'll do a different book and I'd love to have people on to talk about it and maybe I can even get authors on we'll see and I really really need to stop talking so thank you so much for listening enjoy the rest of your week Bye.